everybody, and welcome back. A few quick things this week. Still looking to get RSVPs and prepays for the meet and greet at Gen Con. Email address is in the description, so if you guys could hit me up there, that'd be great. Helps us know how many people we have there and helps us pre-offset some of the cost, which is very helpful. Secondly, the podcast's Fantasy Football League still has some spots available if you guys are interested. The draft for that will be in August. I think that's it as far as announcements go. This week, Boz and Chuck get together, sit down, and have a little talk about the current status of the team and what the future might hold for them. So, I'm just going to get out of the way and let you get to the show. So we're going to pick up not the day after you guys got paid but the day after the day you guys got paid. So this way Chuck has had his little doctor's appointment and has found out all of the things that he has found out. Buzz has some stuff that she wants to sort of sort out. I think she wants to have a chat with Chuck and make sure that she's on the same page about a couple things. She sends him a message and asks if he's home. Assuming that he's not elsewhere. Chuck responds back with, yeah, what do you need? She just types back, you know, stop by if that's all right. Sure thing. There's like a knock at the door. Chuck goes to the door, opens it, and... Hey, how's it going? Come on in. Boz looks like she's doing a little better. She's cleaned up a little. Past few days have been a little rough. There's a little bit of optimism in her eyes that she hasn't had in a little while. She says, hey, Chuck, thanks. Uh... I you know, I don't usually make house calls, but I figured this was the easiest way to have a chat with you. Yeah, yeah. You want some brownies? No, I'm good. I uh, had a light breakfast. I'm fine. Thanks, so. Cool. Uh, if you had any coffee, though, I would I would kill for a coffee. Yeah, I can get you a soy calf, sure. What does Casa de Chuck look like? Is it different from when we were using college? Yeah, it's a different... He had to move because he was kicked off of... Oh, right. It's a bachelor apartment, a room to the side that has the bathroom, but everything else is just completely open. In the corner, there's a bed. The kitchen seems decently stocked, and it's actually surprising that he actually has a kitchen, because most of them have just a small little kitchenette that doesn't even have an oven. He was able to splurge just the tiniest bit. Is the bed, like, the only seating? Because it sounds that way. There's like a a small little one and a half meter by one and a half meter square table with some stools. Buzz like kicks the stool out and sits down and uh, does a moment where she's just sort of watching Chuck get the soy calf going. She says just sort of conversationally, so sounds like the other's got some big plans, huh? Yeah, it's it's weird. I I was talking with RC the other day and he seems to be questioning it. Well, other day is yesterday. Yeah, like, uh, he thinks it's a bad idea. Yeah, he was saying something about he doesn't really understand why. I'm kind of flip-flopping on it, too. I mean, I'm worried about getting pulled back in after I leave, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't want to interfere with their business if this is something they really want to do, but I will say this. I don't imagine someone like Morgana has managed to get through life without picking up a lot of contacts and allies who might be, you know, upset that she disappeared. Yeah. I 
I feel like some of us think that knocking her off is going to solve all of our problems instead of just kicking a hornet's nest full of new ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking a bit, right? It's going to be more trouble than it's worth. You know, sure. I can get pulled in, but it's not someone showing up at your door in the middle of the night with a shotgun. Exactly. Yeah. Which could also happen. Yeah. You know, it's a lot easier to walk away from this than it is to try to solve it the way that they're trying to solve it. You know, if Morgana decides that she absolutely needs one of us to do some work, either, you know, if we decide that's not acceptable, we can disappear. That'll be, always be an option, you know. But uh <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to die in a car bomb, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been uh I've been leaning towards your point of view more and more. My big question that I was talking with RC about was, I, I don't know why Mary Sue wants Morgana gone. Like, sure, Mary Sue finds her annoying, but that's not enough to kill someone. Yeah, well, I mean, you know how I feel. I wasn't happy that Mike took out Howard, and uh, I mean, that was a, he had a lot more reason than what I'm seeing right now. It just sounds like Mary Sue's got some idea in her head that she's got to do this thing, and I don't know how to talk her out of it, or if I should try. I don't think I'm the right person to talk to her anyway. I don't think she really puts much stock in my opinion these days. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not just your opinion right now, right? Like, I'm on the fence. RC seems to be not interested. I mean... I didn't really get a feel from Michael at the meeting, but, I mean, isn't Morgana taking care of Michael's family? Why would he go against her? That's a good point. I was going to say, Mary Sue was kind of the only one who really stuck up for Mike uh, after the whole thing shook out with Howard, and uh, he may feel like he just kind of owes her one. He's clearly got it in him to do that kind of work, but, you know, you're right. Morgana's done good by him. I don't know why he would uh, betray her like that in such a big way. Yeah. Chuck or is like half for Boz. Assume you uh, didn't uh, come over here to talk about that issue. Uh, you wanted to bring something else up? Well, I mean, it's that it was one of the big reasons I came over. Boz takes a coffee and just sort of wraps her hands around it. Doesn't, like, drink it right away. Just sort of, like, looks at it steaming. And she says, so... I do think there's a more to say on that because I, I, I think that there's a good chance of Mary Sue doing something stupid is going to get us all into trouble. Um, but I don't think we got to make any decisions now. So yeah, there is another thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, the other day we, we chatted a, a little bit. I don't know how seriously you took it, but, uh, I mentioned that I was, I was starting a business and, uh, I would actually really like it if we uh, kind of went in on this together and, I don't think I could do it by myself, if I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I have the, the, the right skill sets to cover everything I need to do for this. And I think you could cover it. Oh, that, uh, your detective thing, right? Yeah. Private investigator. Oh. It's a different right. thing. Okay. I'll have to search that up on the Matrix on what the exact difference is. A detective's a cop, you know? Oh, really? No. Yeah. yeah. I guess be private detective would be... Huh. Anyway, segue. Um, That's why they call it a PI, private investigator. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I do want to go back to 
school come September, which, you know, well, next September. That's going to take some time, but. Right. Well, that's the nice thing about this is it, you know, the kind of work that we would be doing, you wouldn't need to even leave campus to do probably, you know, it's going to be like more legit work than the stuff we've been doing. And we just need to get you a license, I guess, somehow. That would probably help. Did you need me to look into stuff now for it? Like how to set up the actual business or I don't know where we'd start with this. I've done a little looking and it's mostly just a lot of like getting paperwork done with the city. The nice thing is I've already got a license, which has opened up a lot of doors. Even if it is a fake license, you know, they don't look too hard at it. Sweet. That's good. So I was thinking about renting an office. Um, I think it would be good if we both went in on that. Do you, would you, uh, I guess that's my question. Are you, if you're in on this, if you just want it to be like a temporary thing and then get out, that's fine. Um, but if you want to go in as like partners on this, then it's going to be a bit of a commitment. And, uh, I know it's a lot to ask sitting in your kitchen a couple of days after we talked about it, but I mean, it's just, it's up to you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Um, uh, you know, I'd want to do, you know, basic budgeting stuff first, figure out exactly. I took one business course. I understand what a business plan is. We should probably get that sorted. But, uh, yeah, so if we, if we do partner up, I, I, I think that, you know, worst case come two, three, four years down the line, I don't know. If things are going well or, and, you know, because you know, I do have dreams of getting a proper corporate job as a security spider somewhere. I think that would be a great job in the future for me. Buzz kind of makes a face at that. Like, really? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was going for before all this stuff happened. But, uh... Well, I mean, you have an opportunity to do the thing that you like doing, except to work for yourself. And not be under corporate thumb. And you'd rather go back to them? That, that just doesn't shake out to me. The resources that would be at my disposal, if I got a decent either the spider or some sort of researcher of for something, right? If I got to that level, like the resources and the uh, research I could do would just be exciting. Boz does not look convinced, but she's not the type to argue. She just sort of shakes her head, takes a sip of coffee, and she says, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not going to bag on your, your hopes and dreams of being a corporate wage slave, but We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I'm kind of hoping you find a taste for have a little more freedom than that, but I guess we'll see. Well, what I was thinking is, you know, if we are partners and if we do go on it, like the worst situation would, if things are going well, like you would buy out my shares or whatever of the investigation company, right? That, that would make sense. Yeah, that was sort of what I was thinking, yeah. So... I mean, from that standpoint, I mean, as long as, you know, we don't just completely fail, uh, I think it would be, it'd be good. It'd be advent, you know, it seems like a complete win to me. I know how to do this job well enough, I, I think. I mean, I haven't been done actual proper private investigation, so I'm sure there's laws that I've broken by doing the investigation we've been doing this way, right? 
Yeah, I mean, that would be the thing is, you know, if we're going to do it legit, we're going to have to brush up on our laws. The licenses do give us a little more leeway than, than a private citizen might have, but, you know, there's still definitely limitations. The other thing is, uh, it's going to be working out at Snohomish. Oh. Well, you know, I feel like they're the people who kind of need it. Humanus is out there, and there's a lot of people there who don't necessarily have the budget to, or, or can't get help in any form. So that's the kind of work I was thinking about doing, and it's not very flashy, and it potentially could be kind of dangerous, too. So, Sorry, do they even get grid guide out in Snohomish? <laughs> yeah, they get grid guide out there. It just might not pay as well as, you know, a flashy gig out in the middle of the city, but I'm not doing this for the money, per se, so we can slice it in whatever way makes you happiest, I guess. I've been feeling lately like I need to make up for some things. Uh, this feels right, somehow. I feel like I can help people. Yeah, I understand. And while, yeah, helping people is is great, you know, that's... That is a good thing to do, right? Uh, but you're saying there's not going to be much money, there's not going to be this, there's not going to be that. To me, that sounds like we're setting up ourselves up for failure, right? Setting us ourselves up so that to keep the business up, we're going to have to do illegal things to funnel money into us, right? I don't think it's necessarily going to go that way. I mean, I get by on peanuts right now. I've been saving up money for, I, I didn't even know what I was saving for, just some emergency down the road. So I have money to put into this thing, and I don't expect to make a lot of money doing it, but the alternative would be doing private investigator work looking for rich people's cheating wives. I don't have the heart for that kind of thing. And that's where the money is in this business, from what I can tell. Short of that, it's back to shadow running work. You don't have to do this. If you just want to make sure that you're making good money, that's fine. Well, no, no. I, I Good money is, is one thing. Yes, if I could, I, you know, call me arrogant, but I believe I could get a really good job, high paying, some fancy somewhere if, when I finish school. I think. I believe you could too. I think I could. I might enjoy it. I might enjoy some research job. That is something I would like to do. And then I mean, that's going to take me 15 years to even get that. And, you know, people change in 15 years. Yeah, they do. And, I mean, I'm an elf. 15 years, I'm still going to look the same. I can do that in another lifetime. Look, we'll try to make this work, all right? And we can run some numbers and figure out what we're going to have to do to make it work. But... It may not be the kind of pay, the kind of money that you're hoping for. And, you know, I just want to be upfront about that. I understand. That's, that's the thing though, right? Me being an elf at that, that doesn't matter now that I think of it, right? It doesn't matter that I don't make money now. I can make money 30 years from now, a hundred years from now when your kids are dead and right. You know, that long time ago when I enjoy spending time with you, right? Like, it would be a good, maybe not good, but fun, maybe not fun, I don't know, like doing good in the world, I guess. It should be fun. Worth mentioning that in 15 years, I'll probably be dead. So. Oh, that's depressing. Well, that's, you know, I'm I'm not young for an orc. 
That's just the reality of the situation. You know, you watch people go. That's just how it is. But suffice to say, I don't got a lot of years left in me. I want to use them doing some good until I can't anymore. Simple as that. And I appreciate you, uh, appreciate you coming along and I guess we'll get together and run some numbers and look at, look at what we have to do to make it work. Uh, don't gotta do it right now. I'm not in a huge rush, but I am going to look into property and I'm probably not going to buy anything just because it's a huge investment for something that might not work out. But yeah, for sure. I just kind of dumped a large amount of new yen on Chuck will bang his chest with a little metal clank. Getting a new one of these. Oh, yeah. Doesn't itch like the old one did? Yeah, yeah. Well, I still need to get it replaced. Um, this is still the old one. Itchy is all hell. Got my measurements yesterday. Hey, that's good. It's going to probably take you to commission for a few days. <laughs> when are you getting that done? Yeah, yeah. The doc kind of rushed me out quickly. He was hiding something, it seemed. Wait, which doc are you going to? You know, the one that, uh, the Ancients one. Why? I mean, couldn't you just go to a regular doctor? I could, I could. Um, You're taking a risk on this guy. I don't trust these guys. I don't know. I, I, we, I have enough money to get out of running, but I don't know if something else happens, right? Going to a professional doctor, there's going to be a lot of data tracked about me and all this and that, and it's going to be thrown into a database. Some company is going to know everything about me, right? And I don't know who that company is going to be necessarily. And I, an ancient doctor is not going to keep that data. If your plan is to get back into real life, you know, you're going to have to get both feet in at some point. At some point. Yes. All right. Well, I, I got you. Um, Look, when you go in for the surgery, don't go in alone. I don't think these guys have any love for you, and I don't think they'd think twice about chopping you up for parts. Uh, I'm paying them well. Yeah, they're going to get the money either way, is the thing. Look, mm. maybe I'm just being paranoid, but I'd like to just be there and make sure you wake up okay. Or anyone. doesn't have to be me. Yeah, I'll, uh, when I get it booked, I'll let you know. All right. Good. Now, I'm not entirely sure how to bring this up, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, the doc there, what he was uh, hiding, uh, RC and I did a bit of digging around into it. And you remember um, Mary Sue's uh, boyfriend, Valentine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, he apparently um, turned into a ghoul and is dead. So just sort of raise her eyebrows. She looks a little surprised, but not that surprised. She takes a sip of coffee, puts it down, and goes, Huh. Go figure. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I mean, I was, I would assume Mary Sue would have told us, or maybe shown something of, like, worry or sadness. And all she is is just turned into a drake. I mean, eh? Well, did you have any idea how long the guy's been dead for? Uh, no. No, I didn't actually find out. Maybe it was real recently. Maybe. Uh, have you talked to her about it? I'm guessing no, huh? No, I found out yesterday. Well, if she doesn't know about it, this is a hell of a thing to keep from her. Yeah, well, I'm not exactly, I don't exactly want to tell her. 
if she doesn't know yet. Because that seems like a prime... Uh, oh, you're worried she's going to turn into a drake on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's the right thing to do. Uh, I get where you're coming from, though. You know, it just seems like things keep piling up on Mary Sue. If she wasn't so defensive and hostile all the time, I'd feel more bad for her. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, if she found out that we knew about it before she did and didn't tell her, I think she'd be really upset. Yeah, she would. So now you've told me, and now that's my problem, too. So thanks for that. Yeah, anytime, anytime. <laughs> I don't think I should be the one to tell her either, to be honest with you, because I just frank. No. No, you're right. I don't think she likes me very much. Who else knows? Just RC. RC, myself. And now you. Uh, you know, the person who should probably tell her is Michael. They seem to be a little closer than anybody else. Yeah. RC could probably do it, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that conversation would go. <laughs> I don't know if he would treat it with the gravity that it probably deserves, but best thing is maybe tell, tell Michael. Uh, if RC did, I'd expect finger puppets or something <laughs> weird. Where on the doll, didn't you? <laughs> well, you know, I think the best thing would be to tell Michael, and then as a group we can sort of decide what to do. You know? I don't know if this is going to be a big deal or not. I don't even know if they were still seeing each other. Like, he didn't come up very often, you know? Yeah. Is she still wearing that armband or whatever? The gang colors? You know, I, I don't know. I'll just, uh, give me a sec. I'll check my recordings. Chuck goes off into staring into video in, like, the background. A couple of minutes will go by, and you have not seen her wear it in a little while. Chuck relays some video footage. Armband used to be here, not there anymore, starting certain date. And not there for, yeah. So, I guess one of two things happened. Either they broke up and he died after, at which point she might not know or care that much. Or... He died and she took off her colors, in which case she already knows. Mm. And I wouldn't, honestly, wouldn't put it past Mary Sue to not tell us. Yeah. She's always a little cagey about her personal business, which I get. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. There seems like something, if she did know, you would see something different. I've seen her fake so many crazy things. Yeah, that's... In our line of work, she can convince people the moon is made of cheese as far as I'm concerned, so... Yeah. Just keeping something like that hidden from us, no problem for her, I don't think. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. We should talk to Michael. We'll have that conversation with him and see what he thinks, and if he thinks that we should tell her, then good on him. I agree, and he can do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll call him up sometime. Yeah. Tell him in person. Yeah, that seems about right. Man, ever since I found out about what he did to Grift, I just kinda 
I don't want to talk to him though. That's anyway. Yeah, I guess I get it. I, uh, I don't entirely trust him anymore either. I don't think he'd do anything to harm us, but, uh, man, I just, it's just like he's changed into somebody that I don't understand anymore. I never knew him before, so he just seems. You should have met him back before he went off to Chicago. He was, uh, he was naive and he was sweet and he was, he had a lot of wonder for the world and it's, uh, it's a real shame. He, uh, well, he grew up in a corporate lab basically and he, uh, I don't think he had enough exposure to the world and so he went out into the world and it changed him. He just didn't have the experience and the, and you know, the, the, I guess the, the, the barriers to prevent experiencing some really bad things and having it change him completely. Just, he's just not the same person anymore. Makes me sad. I mean, I wouldn't expect anyone to go from a sheltered life of living in a lab to downtown Chicago. That would change anyone. Yeah, I, I don't really hold it against him. I just, uh, I try not to. I try not to treat him like he's a bad person because I don't think he is. He's just, he's just broken. You know, I guess we're all a little broken. There's nothing wrong with that. I just, it's hard to understand somebody who is able to do that and not feel something. Because I know I did. Yeah, that's, oh, Grift was a fun guy, but no, he did ruin your guys' lives. I gotta say, my life is kind of better now, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, ruined your, was your friend, uh, Valerie, was it? I guess her life was ruined. Yeah, I wonder what happened to her. I should probably look her up sometime. I think she's got bigger concerns now. Did you ever hear about her? Like, the story, the whole story? I don't know if I want to tell it. It's not really my business to tell, but... I've pieced bits together. Um, she was your previous Decker, and something about a vampire, and that's about it. Yeah, when we, uh, when we got kicked out of real life by these, uh, these Shadowrunners who framed us, Valerie was, was our security spider, I believe. She, she was good. She was wheelchair bound, though. When things kind of got kicked off, she got bit by this vampire and, uh, trying to figure out what was wrong with her and spent a lot of time just trying to make things work for her because she needed, she needed things that were hard to get. And then one day she was just gone. And, uh, I understand why. The virus, it fixed her legs, you know, like she, she was wheelchair bound her whole life and then all of a sudden, this thing that happened to her was supposed to be a bad thing. Made her so she could walk. Kind of gave her a life back in a way. Kind of a twisted way. I don't know if she was happy about it or not, but she needed more than what we could give her. And she was gone one day. Which, uh, I don't know. She never reached out or anything. Uh, and we haven't either. I think she's just finding her way. She's got a lot on her plate. But suffice to say, the way that Michael put it about Valerie becoming a vampire and how that was so terrible, I don't know that she feels that way or not. She might. I mean, I'm not going to say that she wouldn't have reason to, but I think she was happy she could walk. Yeah. Strange theory. Um, 
it's my understanding Morgana put that team together. That's. I don't know that that's. No, I don't know that that's true. I have no idea. We've never asked her. Mm. Um, and she probably wouldn't tell us even if we did, but we have no, no reason. She's not the only fixer in this town, right? That, that's true. All right. Well, this was my theory. I don't understand why Mary Sue wants Morgana gone, right? Just some angry whatever doesn't make sense. So unless Mary Sue knows that Morgana put it together, because Mary Sue seemed to have lost the most. R.C. seems happy about it. Michael's not a slave anymore. You seem happy about it. I mean, Valerie, you're saying she was happy-ish. I don't know that she was happy about it. I'm just saying it was a complicated situation. Right. Mike was too quick to call it, you know? Right. But, but, but my theory that I'm having is, unless Mary Sue knew that Morgana put it together and Mary Sue lost everything, right? She was on track for the proper high corporate life, right? And now she just doesn't anymore. I mean, it's possible that she believes Morgana put it together, even if she doesn't have proof. That wouldn't surprise me. I feel like she might have told us that she felt that way, especially if she had any reason to believe that she was responsible. I think she would have brought it up if she was mentioning this job that she wants to do. Yeah, that's true. You're probably right. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. So am I. It's hard to understand what's going through that that elf's head, if I'm going to be honest with you. I just, it's not, I don't want to say that it's unlike Mary Sue to be impulsive, because she can be a little bit, but this just seems out of character. Does it seem out of character to you? I mean, I knew her back in university. That's when I spent the most time with her. Since after, she's been just almost constantly just go, go, go all the time. Which wasn't how she was at college, so she's a different person now. In more ways than one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? I kind of find myself wondering if uh, becoming a Drake has had an impact on her personality that we haven't really noticed yet. Oh, that is an interesting idea. I don't know enough about what that particular transformation does to a person. It's so outside of my area of understanding. You know, I went to university and, and learned a little bit about this stuff, but I have no idea. I've never seen a Drake before, let alone studied extensively on the subject. But it's possible, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dragons can be ruthless and manipulative, and Drakes are just sort of a, an offshoot, right? Yeah, a yeah, little research I've done suggests that. So it's possible. That what we're seeing is uh, a very different version of Mary Sue. Maybe she wouldn't have made the same decision. Maybe she's... <sighs> and I don't know whether we should respect that or not. Right. I can't think of a way to stop her without either stopping her physically in some fashion. I don't mean hurting her, but just like preventing it from happening. Or telling Morgana, in which case it's probably going to get Mary Sue killed, so there's nothing we can really do. Hmm. Um, I mean... Pretty sure we'll meet up with her again in a couple weeks. We'll bring it up. We'll ask her why, why does she want Morgana gone, right? That's the easiest way to ask her. I mean, she's, she's either gonna well, tell us the truth or lie. I don't know. Doesn't exactly give me a lot of hope. I wonder, 
No, that wouldn't be right. I. Hmm? Well, I was going to say, if she's genuinely making plans to do something, there may be some hints about what she's thinking in her conversations or her searches on her, on her comlink, but I can't. Hmm. I don't think we should invade her privacy like that. Right. No. Yeah, that's... That's a step too far. I mean, if we're going into the private investigation business, it's kind of what you do. Yeah, I guess. But she is our friend, so... Hmm. I feel like she's on a path that's going to destroy her and may take us down with her. And I also feel like there's nothing we can do about it, which is a bad place to be. I just need to think on it. Maybe we can just talk her out of it. Maybe. But worse comes to worse, if she decides there's something she's got to do, I have no idea what we're going to do. I mean, we can just let it happen, and we may have to watch our friend die, or we may have to deal with the fact that we're going to be looking over our shoulders for the rest of our lives, waiting for the the consequences of that. I don't like either prospect. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Our options are confront her about it, tell her we don't want her to, and then she either still goes through with it or doesn't. I don't think she can necessarily if she doesn't have everyone else with her. Right? Pay some other runners to work with her. I don't know how she would do that since Morgana was always the link to that part of our lives. So without her help, I don't know. I don't know how she would get that. You said earlier there was other fixers, so... And she would probably know how to find one. Yeah, I mean, she used to be friends with the ancients. So they might have fixers that they talk to. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't put it past Mary Sue to find her way. Eh. It's a lot of what-ifs, and uh I still don't know if Michael's planning on helping her or not. At the meet the other day, it sounded like he was on board. And uh, between the two of them, it wouldn't surprise me if they could pull it off. Yeah, we were also you know, kind of on an emotional high after getting paid, right? Yeah. Well, maybe having a conversation with Michael while Mary Sue's out of the room might also be of benefit. For sure, yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe when we, we have a conversation with Michael about the other thing, um, we can bring this up. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to keep too much more of your time, Chuck. So, I think I'm going to head out. Thank you for the soy calf. Appreciate it. Yeah, drop by any time. Just um, get your business plan or whatever written up. Uh, just send it over to me, and I'll I'll take a review. Yeah, why don't you give me one of those brownies for the road? <laughs> sure thing. Worked up a bit of an appetite. Thank you very much. Boss finishes off here, soy calf. How's that? Do you head out anywhere particular, or are you just kind of... Maybe. She does want to go and look into this guy. Given as you are walking out of Chuck's apartment, is this something that Boz would do on her own, or...? Her plan is to find him and tell what happened to his mother, and try to keep out, maybe be a little vague about some of the stuff she does know, but tell him enough that his any questions he has will be basically answered. And that's it. Like, she doesn't have, like, a goal beyond just, like, 
going to try to do right by this kid that I, I happen to know exists and probably like thinks that his mother abandoned him or whatever. Morgana's done good by him. I don't know why he would uh, betray her like that in such a big way. Hola. Hey. How's it going? Ah, doing all right. Doing all right. So I'm thinking about, uh, I'm signed up for Gen Con. I signed up for two games. Are we supposed to court anything? Like, how, am I supposed to, like, find these other fuckers? Because if we all show up with Street Sam, it's going to be an odd game. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're in the middle of recording. I don't know if you noticed. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I mean, sure we can edit out this part. Yeah, the edit button. Um, <laughs> do you think that Boz would end up calling RC later on when it goes into detective mode? Uh, I mean, it's possible. I don't want RC to, or I don't want Cotton to have to sit around for like an evening just to wait on, on me maybe doing something. <laughs> Unless you really want to sit in, which, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to show up for like you know be be the bit part I can cameo I love how like uh, Cotton's like the big reason or that we end up having to like do a lot of editing just lots of editing for RC's sake even I don't understand, like, even, even, when, even when it's not, you're not supposed to be here <laughs> you still manage exactly. I'm, just pop, I'm just popping in to make sure you put that edit button to use keep you on your toes Right, <laughs> son of a bitch. That's um, great. I think we're on for straight up stuff next week. Try. Um, oh goddamn! I, I just show up every Wednesday in in, in anticipation to play because I can't be arsed to check fucking Discord and these sixteen channels. Well, you've got more channels than a fucking CB station. Yeah, it's getting I a little will, wild in here. I will fucking remove you from being able to look at them. How's that? You keep. Oh my god! You can do that. You can. I can. <laughs> I only me. wish I knew to ask. It saves me the trouble of muting them, you know. So, <laughs> thank you, fellow curmudgeon. <laughs> Fuck the internet. I hate it. Thank you. Fuck the internet. Right. Boss and I will be on. You know, our our personality ranges between misanthrope and curmudgeon. That's the two, <laughs> that's the that's the A and Z of our general disposition. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through, and I'll just take you off of all the unnecessary ones. <laughs> yeah, I want to be in uh, show uh, and the general chat, and that's about it. I don't know what next time on is compared to show stuff. I know sh- Sweatshop is for our merch. Call of Cthulhu is, you know, I will be sir not appearing in this film. Uh, yeah, my, yeah, underst- yeah. my understanding is that ne- next time on is like where stuff for the next session can be put where it doesn't get lost in like the general chatter of show stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the idea with that was like, hey, here's a quick note about what we're doing next time so that it's easy to find in case we got talking about all kinds of other shit. Yeah. But I'll go through tomorrow and I'll 
trim down the stuff that you guys can see. <laughs> I just wonder if you need all these channels. There's so many of them now. I feel like I do. I know you and do. Most of them get used for their specific purpose. Fair enough. I haven't looked I'm... at them to find out. Yeah. I mean, the two spoilers channels can probably go now. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. That those could probably disappear. People want to save their memes that they love from it, and then that'll be that. Uh, Alright, uh... So what were you guys talking about when you were in your Chuck's apartment? Jack of I know. Uh, How to Kill Mary Sue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Morgana. Yeah, that's it. Um, are you sticking around, Rissy, or... Uh, probably not. I, don't know, I may for a little bit. I may, I may dip out because I told Robin, and now she's off watching, uh, you know, Benedict Dick Cumbersnatch or whatever the fuck it is, and some ungodly HBO show that I couldn't be, you know, like she, like she, she's like you wouldn't like it. I like, describe it, and then like it was so horrible, and I've forgotten what she said. Could be worse. It could be Downton Abbey. I love that show. We're watching it right now. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I wish it's the, be- the uh, it's the best so, show. It's pompous the- British people being themselves. I liked the first season, but then I realized that like literally every plotline is just a recycled version of the other the previous pro- plotlines, and it's just. Like- I honestly think that you don't like the show because you're a communist and you you identify with Tom who wants to burn down and like save Ireland. You, you can't appreciate that they <laughs> exist uh, to provide jobs with their wealth. Wait a minute, it's happening to uh, me. Fuck! Uh, <laughs> like, uh, this is this is dumb. <laughs> no, you don't understand because I'm a Canadian. Like I've always had a, a, a minor fascination with like British royalty and like the nobility over there. So like the idea of these families in that that period is actually really interesting to me. So it it really like it easily could have been a good show for me, but I just got so bothered by the plot lines and like especially the one that really bugs me is the the will they won't they fall in love the with the the butler and the the, la- uh, the lady, whatever her name is. Oh, the 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 maid and the batsman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what a batsman is or a footman is, except a unit in Warcraft Two. So, but apparently it was very important in the day. God, it's just hmm? spoilers, guys. Spoilers. I'm just sorry. And like super off topic, and like I'm sorry, am I fucking the show up? I should leave. Yeah, yeah. Better go. It's all my fault. You've you've done enough. <laughs> well, you, you, all, you just have fun. I shall catch you on the flip side. <laughs> all right, see you later, RC. That's right. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy my conversations with RC. I don't know. He's a very fun person to talk to. Fucking edit button. So you should have just kicked Craig out as soon as he came in. Honestly. <laughs> anyway. Um, I guess one question I have is, has there been any movement on the Verdant Acres thing? Like, has there been any news? It's been less than 36 hours-ish at this point. Yeah, but you'd think that they would jump on that shit. If, like, if anything's gonna happen, it's gonna happen fast, I would think. Maybe. Um, sometimes things take a little bit of time to get in place, and, you know, yeah. they have one subject they don't want to, like, fuck it up and then be out the subject, so they're probably my guess would be alright we have this opportunity let's start with the low impact stuff first I guess so I guess my assumption is then that like there hasn't been news about a huge explosion out in Snohomish oh uh, yeah no there hasn't been anything like that <laughs> okay 
I'd be like, there was a gas leak. <laughs> the building is gone now. There's a crater. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Badamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else. So, Sound Guy Oz here. Once again, the excellent music you've heard today was Eponema Daydream, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free and found on the YouTube. Sound effects are provided by freesound.org and by Sirenscape, all of which is covered under the Creative Commons license. Catch you next week.